0: And get these stuff with my dad. Okay. They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care. Either, yeah. either way.
1: Why are you here? You're-
2: This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. It's
3: a little something I like to call Wednesday. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah from Studio C. C Dimly lit room deeper within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Paul Manafort's lifestyle. Foreign bank accounts, houses, custom-made ostrich coats. So I passed along clearly false information yesterday because I got false information. I got it from NPR. I don't remember the name of the lawyer who told me. Who said, Paul Manafort's lifestyle will not be part of the trial. The judge has decided uh, that it would be more um prejudicial um, pregi- than evident prejudicial than probatory. Yes. Is what he said. And I thought, well, that's interesting. We discussed that. And then the whole trial yesterday was about how he wear he spent two million dollars on suits in like three years or something. Right. Which I find very entertaining. But I just don't like being misled by uh, media lawyers. On the other hand, if we spent
1: time correcting every piece of bad information we passed along, that'd be two and a half hours of every yeah, show. I, just, so. I
3: don't like passing along stuff that turns out to be completely wrong. Yeah, I know. I know. But, you know, like, you can't. What are you going to do? I'm not a lawyer. You listen to a lawyer talk, and I'm supposed to double. I don't know. Um, also, another thing that I heard is it true or not <clears throat> that the judge said he doesn't want to hear the word Trump or Russia in this case because it's not involved? I did hear that. Of course, you you heard the other thing. Yeah. But yes, I have heard that more than once. Which, from what I can tell, would make sense, because he's worried that people are trying to score various points on that whole deal Mm -hmm. when it's got nothing to do with the trial. Simple tax evasion, fraud, bank fraud. Oh, he's just a crook. He's just kind of a run-of-the-mill, white-collar crook. Ripping people off and living a lavish lifestyle his whole life. But I would like to point out again to any Russian
1: oligarchs listening with Manafort out of the picture, I stand ready to carry your water, as it were, to tell people what fine humans you are and how you should not be sanctioned, etc. What
3: would you spend your money on? Probably not suits.
1: <sighs> well, I don't know. Do you have to wear suits to these meetings? I'd need you might a few have to. suits. I got a, like a handful of old, ill-fitting, moth-eaten suits
3: because I never wear suits. I got one kind of expensive suit, but would you be able to tell the difference between a... What was his most expensive suit? It was like $15,000. Yeah, yeah. Would you be able to tell the difference between a $15,000 suit and a $3,000 suit? I, I, I'm the wrong guy to ask. Yeah, yeah, me I too. doubt it.
2: I feel like at a certain point you reach a. I've. I've got to hide this money somehow so you're willing yeah. to overpay for yeah. elaborate maybe things that, maybe because that's it. you yeah, just have shoeboxes full. Yeah, that's and what, that's or what doing.
1: it's in the same way that I can't identify a $40,000 watch. I mean I know what a Rolex President looks like but I don't know the other ones. And so anybody who wears that it's wasted on me but it's it's good for people in that same strata.
3: Not a so, blow man. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean I've I've been next to I've, a guy with a Panerai on yesterday which is a
1: very see, expensive he could, watch. He could punch me with that on his wrist and I'd be totally unaware of it. So Paul <laughs> Manafort probably wears 15,000 suits cuz the guys he's with say, "Oh, that's
3: a uh, that's a Moon Bigly, huh? I don't think you can tell like can, I mean, a watch has a name on it. but anyway, we worked with a guy who was really well dressed. And he told me once I asked him about his suits because he always wore these really nice looking suits in a different suit every day, very obviously because bright colors. You know, I've also worked with people who dressed well, but it, it appeared they wore the same suit every single day, mm-hmm. which is fine. But uh, this guy wore a different suit all the time and he said, "Oh, you got to pay at least $2000 for a suit." Jesus, this was 20 years ago, too. Yeah. So oh, wow. and uh, I thought, "Wow. <laughs> I would never pay $2000 for a suit." You're saying you have to and you have many of them. And it turned out he was embezzling from the company.
0: <laughs> huh. Well, there you go. How about that? Yeah.
3: Isn't that something? Uh, Very Manafort-esque. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Handful of politicians I'm aware of that have a reputation for being super snappy dressers wearing great suits. Turns out, yeah, they got some sweetheart deals going, of course. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, let's kick off the show by introducing everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Angelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, right, this morning, Michael.
2: Good. And you know what I remember, Jack, about that situation too. It was funny. Is uh, about a month prior to that, he had won um, uh, a, like oh, an award for one of the best employees within the company. And then, like, <laughs> which made it <laughs> oh, even well. funnier. And then I just remember him always standing outside on his cell phone, always. You know, I just mm-hmm. thought, what talking with I-? your tailor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need one in powder blue. That's right. One another one yeah yeah <laughs> there
3: is a positive Sean whose smile lights up the room how are you Sean
2: doing very well it was on this day in history the year of our Lord 1981 a mere four months before I premiered <laughs> MTV <laughs> the launch of MTV debuted at 12:01 in the a.m and uh, I've I've there's this saying out there that you you know you don't dress for the job you have you dress for the job you want. So here I am hoping that MTV VJ makes a comeback at some mm, point. Mm. And my, I feel like I could just slide right in. Yeah, that
3: meant nothing to me in rural America. I never saw... Just like my dad uh, had to leave home to have indoor plumbing and go to college, that's the way it was for me with MTV. There was no MTV. I'd, I'd heard about it in Rolling Stone, but I never saw a minute of it until I got to college. Friend of a friend had it. I went over to his house. I was amazed by it.
1: Absolutely amazed. You get to see bands playing songs all the time. Yeah, we would Although I became aware of how much of it was lip syncing, like a 1967 variety show or singer stand there rolling his eyes, obviously, just singing along to a track, and I thought it was
3: jivey. We'd stay up till 2 in the morning watching music videos, which seems crazy now. <laughs> just crazy. Uh, there's Marshall Phillips, who does his news every day. How are you, Marshall?
0: I'm doing very well. You know, for the first time yesterday, I got polled. First time in a long time I got polled. Got a call at home in the ancestral landline. Pollster, very friendly guy, wanted to know a bunch of stuff. For all I know, he might have been phone fishing, so I was fueled by the grape, and I decided I would play. Married, three kids. (laughs) Oh, no. Marshall, you're guilty of distorting (laughs) our nation's data. House. House fully paid for. (laughs) Yes. You completely paid for your house. Oh, yeah. Almost got a doctorate.
3: And, and, he got, and as a sample size, as we're now going to see some study. This is 15% of Americans have fully paid for their homes.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, so you're, you're just short of your doctorate. Congratulations. Yes. What's your? Uh,
0: did you mention your field? My specialty was yes. uh, microbiology. Wow. There you go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's an it, auspicious field. Then
0: he got around to politics. Uh, asked me my political party. I told him I was a libertarian socialist. Excellent. He, a yeah. Libertarian oh,
2: socialist. Perfect. I don't. I don't have a box for that, sir.
0: Wow. Neither
1: does anybody. <laughs>
0: no, I, I. I'm sure he was writing down. You know, some space. Ask me my I'll favorite TV shows. Yes. Bonanza and I Love Lucy. Oh. Bonanza.
3: Sa- It'd be the first time anybody's given that answer in quite some time. <laughs> he
0: sounded a little confused. I bet. But- you know, I kind of wound down, and he thanked me, <laughs> me and hung up. But, but it and, was it was great fun. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's we, been
2: forever since somebody called me on the phone to ask poll me. I wonder why polls are wrong so often. That's yeah. weird. Well, yeah.
3: there was a poll during the election, the 2016 election, that everybody figured out that there, there was some weird representation of black people voting for something or other. And it turned out that the sample size was like a person.
1: (laughs) Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they, because they lacked enough respondents in that category, they made that worth 100 people. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that
3: happens all the time. (laughs) So you might be that. I
1: could Uh, very well be. (laughs) I'm Jack
3: Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Wednesday, August the 1st, the year 2018. We're strutting you straight in 21-8. The rent is due. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Any comment? About the rent? No, actually. Being due on uh, August 1st. It's too damn high.
1: It is (laughs) too high. Well said, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Well said. All right, let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go, At Mark.
0: Ladies and gentlemen of the state of Florida, thank you very much for being here. You are tremendous people, (laughs) and I will leave now because... I am boring you to death. You. <laughs> That's Donald Trump
3: portraying what it's like at most politicians' rallies. But He's, his are entertaining, he says, which they are.
1: Specifically, he was saying, you want me to be presidential? All right, I'll be presidential. Listen how boring this is.
2: <laughs> and he stood there like yeah. a square, yeah. arms
3: straight down to right. the sides. kind of. I like the uh, couple black and Hispanic people in MAGA
0: hats behind yeah. him. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? Well, Judge is blocking those 3-D gun blueprints. Trump touts his administration's record and voter ID at that Tampa rally, and parents are rushing out to hire gaming coaches for their kids. <laughs> gaming coaches. Stories coming up available minutes from now. That's what i got to do. i got to hire Sean to teach up Sam. Yeah, I'll coach him up
3: good. Yeah, Trump, uh, they had Locker Up going last night. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Good times. Plus, uh,
1: he, he unleashed the screed. I think we have it or we're going to get it about. Now, Florida, there's going to be so much winning. You're going to be tired of winning. No. No. Oh,
3: yes, oh. you are. He yes, w- you- No, we won't. He went on for a couple of minutes on his you're going to be so tired of winning screed. Yes. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, my God. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine and dandy. I don't know, something for everyone, huh? So, now that July's over, there were three White House press briefings in July. We want to talk to a, uh, one of our correspondents about is how unusual is that. People are saying that's quite unusual, but I don't have any context. Unusually low, I assume. Yeah, okay. yeah I don't have any context for that. So, uh, that among other things coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. the extent to which facebook
3: is currently being uh, used by russians and other bad people to affect our election in the news today facebook shut down a whole bunch of sites more on that coming up later by the way on uh, the anniversary of mtv or whatever um, this is an old man's story. This mm. is a story an old man tells you, and you, if you're young, you pretend to be interested just out of respect. Look at, but, look um, at each other and roll your eyes as he speaks. <laughs> It'll make it easier. It's hard. I know it's hard <clears throat> to imagine, but so pre MTV and pre uh, internet, there were a lot of musical acts I was <clears throat> into. I had no idea what they looked like, mm-hmm. and I had no way of finding out what they looked like. I did have any idea. See, a tall guy with long hair or a short, fat guy or whatever. I had no idea. Boy, you saw a picture in the Rolling Stone magazine. You'd stare at it and think, wow, yeah, yeah. I'll be danged. And uh, so that's one of the reasons of videos hitting the, the scene was such a big deal. So that's what that band looks like. You certainly didn't know what the guitar player looked like or anything. Right. Just no way to know either. Right. No way to look it up.
1: Wasted a lot of time. I'd hate to hear how much time oh. spent staring at videos. Oh
3: god my or reading articles about bands that just doesn't freaking oh, matter the oh. amount of time a person wastes in their life is really uh i think <laughs> about that a lot yeah i think about that a lot you
1: anyway. know I don't know what you do about it. Well, speaking of bands, the band Amuse that I've watched for more hours than I care to admit and listened to, uh, they, they once said, uh, "Don't waste your time, or time will waste you." Mm. Mm.
3: What should I be doing though if I'm not reading about a band or watching a video or whatever it is you're going to waste time? What should I be doing in that moment? Prayer and quiet contemplation. Well, that's probably not a bad idea. Ain't right.
1: hey,
0: nobody got time for
3: that. Or, or gardening, origami, or ga- Origami
1: origami. <laughs> the beautiful Japanese <laughs> mailbag. Uh, That's what I do every day. I
3: take mailbag and I I turn it into a fan. This is a teacup.
1: This is a a swan. This is a dragon that looks exactly like the swan. Wow, the (laughs) wings move.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that amazing?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Freedom-loving quote of the day from one Henry George. It is not the business of government to make men virtuous or religious, or to preserve the fool from the consequences of his own folly. Government should be repressive no further than is necessary to secure liberty by protecting the equal rights of each other from aggression on the parts of others. And the moment governmental prohibitions extend beyond this line, they are in danger of defeating the very ends they are intended to serve. Who said then? Henry George, American political economist and journalist. Mm. That can be translated briefly into, uh, when y'all try to solve all problems of the world through the government, you end up having a cure that's worse than the disease.
2: <clears throat>
1: We've posted this for you to be uh, helpful and informative. Thank you to Brandon for sending this along, but uh, it is, uh, courtesy of CBS News, an exhaustive and, and close to complete uh, photo, what do you call it, where you got the, the bunch of pictures you can click through? A slideshow. Well, yeah, except it doesn't Montage? go to a new page. It's Anyway, it's the pictures of the last 84 teachers arrested for getting with their students.
3: Oh, wow. And do yeah. they Do you see the uh, similarities?
1: The gal teachers. Yes, although there was a wider range of looks than generally I had given credit to. There's plenty of brunettes in there. They're not huh. all Bleached blondes, nearing 40, good-looking, but about to lose their sexual power. Uh, although that's... About to lose their
3: sexual power. <clears throat> wow, that's a...
1: Oh, I guarantee you that's part of it. That's a big part of it. Interesting. They sense
3: their ability to manipulate males slipping away. That has to be something. I don't know what that would be like. Yeah. P- partially because I'm a guy and partially because I'm a toad. <laughs> yes. But but but, but if, you were, if you're an attractive woman and you've always been able to manipulate men, right. if you're the sort of person that does it, well, you are whether you want to or not. If now, you're an attractive woman, you are manipulating men whether you're trying to or not. And eventually that goes away. It's got to be noticeable, particularly if that is a
1: fundamental part of your self-image. I mean, if that's kind of the bedrock of your self-image. I've known attractive women who really don't give a damn and and in fact, you know, it's it's borderline annoying to them cuz they got other things to do and think about. I've known women their entire act is I'm hot, look at me, do what I want. Um, uh, there is a subcategory though uh, there's an exception to every rule of the 37-year-old starting to show signs of age crowd and that is the just the plain old horn dog like the one woman who's like number 7 number 7 will shock you um, <laughs> the the hot 25-year-old wife of the football coach who is getting with like three of the players oh. i just think she's a an- they used to call it a, a nymphomatic, with... nymphomaniac, now it's a sex addict.
3: She just wants to have sex with young men, yes. young, attractive men. As many as possible. While she still can.
1: <laughs> but uh, enough of this filth. Uh, on to more intell- highly uh, <laughs> you know, intellectual uh, pursuits. I'll make a bedrock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, here's a nice note from uh, Richard in San Diego. Monday and Tuesday, you asked a question that both have the same answer, your show. Monday, you asked what listeners want. Uh, Sorry, but I want what you're doing. I don't always think you're right, but you present your argument so I understand how you got to your opinion, right or wrong. You're doing the right job in this time of rabid news on non-news items. Sometimes your show is so bad, I think I have linked into my son's middle school A.V. department. Other times, you're the only ones covering the issues we need to know about.
3: Sometimes your show is so bad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My son's middle school (laughs) A.V. That's true. That's beautiful. And true. Uh, Tuesday, you asked, uh, what do you do if your 13-year-old is interested in politics? I'd automatically say to listen to your show, not because I totally agree with you or that you're always right, but because you examine the issues fairly and with intelligence. Well, we're trying, except during those middle school AV moments. Uh, that's uh, that is how you train your 13 year old to examine complex issues you might never have easy answers to. Um, and then Richard lets us know, don't worry, this is not a phishing email. Uh, we like what that's you just know. what a phishing email would say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's a good boy. <laughs> Want to let you know we're out here and we like what you're doing. Keep it up, Richard in San Diego. Thanks, Richard. Appreciate it. That's very kind of you to write that note. And the shot was a funny one. Uh, let's and see. accurate. <clears throat> oh, Don from uh, Poe. Joe, I have a video of you doing unspeakable things on your webcam. I'm not going to do anything with it, but I believe in fairness, so please see the attached video of me working it. Please feel free to send constructive criticism. Don. KTWC, keep those webcams covered. That's Don from Poe. That's beautiful. On. You. That's <laughs> eh, hilarious. Yeah. Oh, hey. Uh, K-S O-M. <clears throat> uh, K S and O M. K K S. Remember O M? What O M stands for and should not be repeated. No. But... K S. Is it one of my new uh, nicknames? I can't remember. Anyway, um, I'm sure somebody will remind me. Was driving home from Dave's work today, and I saw a positive Sean crossing the street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Had to shout out. I felt like such fanboy or wet noodle or whatever Arnold said the other day.
3: <laughs> Lord, Donald, you're like a wet noodle.
1: <laughs> never, thought I, never thought I would get so excited to see a G-list celebrity. <laughs> oh, I got upgraded. <laughs> I was also listening to the show when I saw him. It was so meta. That is weird. Anyway, Owen, oh two. Thanks for being my sanity <laughs> That's Dan
2: P in uh, beautiful West Sacramento, California. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) That too, he yelled out his window as I was walking. (laughs) Hey, positive Sean. Hey, and then I turned around. I'm like, Hey, what's up? He's. I'm listening to you right now. (laughs) The other bystander's just like, what is going on? Are they going to fight? (laughs) Are they friends? I've had
3: people say that to me before, like they're pushing a cart around Target with headphones on or something like that, and they look at me with wide eyes and say, I'm listening to you right now. That's really weird. (laughs) (laughs) It would be weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We don't have time for this last one. Oh, we we got three and a half hours to fit it in. What? What? Maybe we can pair it with a great uh, correspondence we got from a, a listener kind of describing our show, and I wonder if it's what we... we is a good idea. Oh, boy. And then Trump's America or not. Marshall's News next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. That was one of the best opening segments you guys have ever had. Says this texter. It's all downhill from here. Oh, boy. (laughs) rest of the show might as well just play the latest country hits peaked a little early early early. ripe early rotten as a friend of mine says occasionally uh we got a couple of texts remember david cassidy's final words so much wasted time oh boy and somebody else texted if you're thinking about how much time you've wasted aren't you wasting more time which is also true what
1: you don't think no that's dumb that's to prevent you wasting
3: more in the future that's the
1: silliest and thing what I've ever do I, heard.
3: And what do I do not, to not waste time? What should I be doing? Use it well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Any to Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. And by the way, that was a, a beautiful example for those who actually like using
1: your only language properly. That was begging the question. I answered his question by restating the question. That's what begging the question
2: is. Please please question.
0: You please. freaking
1: ignoramus. You're fighting a losing battle. Oh, I know. oh that it's is, that already is, lost. Couldn't be more pointless. <laughs> I'd rather be right than happy. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, I'd like to uh, apologize to Powayans. Uh, I, a friend of mine says Poway a lot, and I've fallen into the habit. But I salute uh, the people of Poway, California. There's a lot of and, news today. And, and the fine arts and culture mm-hmm. of Poway and uh, the greater Poway region. Their folk dances. and Oh, uh... please. View to the native costumes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. I want to give you a quick update. Wildfires still blazing away in California. Got 17 fires burning in the state right now. Large is still the Carr Fire. That's burned nearly 113,000 acres. Killed six people. Destroyed nearly 1,000 buildings near the city of Redding. It's thirty percent contained as of now. You know, it's uh, it's astounding whether it was the the horrific fires
1: in the North uh, Bay or or the Redding area fires now how it's come out of the forests and into the neighborhoods. And, yeah, I mean semi urban neighborhoods. Correct.
3: Uh, this is, um, um, you got a cabin in the woods. It's, that's one thing. You live in a suburb. That's another. Two things on this. One, I would like smart people without an agenda to explain to me to what extent this is or isn't related to climate change. But that's impar- impossible to find, somebody who doesn't have an agenda on that conversation. I'd be happy to. Okay, thank I you. Am, I am that man. Okay, and um, and also I heard another story of how we have no alert system for this, apparently. Mm-hmm. heard I heard uh, more stories of people who we had no idea... There, for whatever people, for whatever reason, people that weren't following the news closely over the weekend. Which some weekends, you know, you check out of the news. Here, here, and all of a sudden, right? It the fire's like right at the edge of their yard, practically, and they're throwing stuff in their car, and they're like, "Do we get a text or a phone call or is there not a whistle, something?"
1: So our mun- municipalities are supporting bums and policing plastic drinking straws, but not alerting us that we're about to be burnt. That uh, seems like a, a,
0: a, a misordering of priorities.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Federal judge in Seattle has blocked the release of those online blueprints to make 3D printed plastic guns.
3: That won't last.
0: <laughs> you had a Democratic. What, what,
3: uh, do, am I missing something on this story? I don't think you are. It's just people who don't understand the way the Internet works?
1: Well, it's, it's partly that, and it's, it's folks so horrified by the notion that they are just grasping at any straw, no pun intended. It's a horrifying just notion. There's
3: nothing you can do about Correct. it.
1: Correct. Yeah, I have some uh, some stuff on that. It's, it is a sea change in the conversation um, about firearms. It sure. is a, a, a Cambrian explosion about to happen.
3: It could end a lot of the gun arguments we've had. Right. Right.
0: Texas-based Defense Distributed had reached a settlement with the federal government after a years-long battle allowing it to go ahead and make the plans for the guns available on download or, or download. Cody Williams is the guy who heads up the company. He says the blueprint genie is already out of the bottle.
2: Yes, And These AGs can fight about it, but the
0: guns are downloadable. The files are in the public domain. You cannot take them back. You can adjust your politics to this reality. Hitting the campaign trail in Tampa, Florida last night, President Trump was voicing his support for Florida Governor Rick Scott's bid for the Senate. And during the rally, the president was touting the strength of the economy, as well as his diplomacy on everything from North Korea to his decisions on trade and tariffs. In the past, politicians ran for office, pledging to crack down on unfair trade. They never did anything about it, only to get elected. And they just didn't do anything The United States was allowed to truly get ripped off, but we're not going to let that happen. I'm not like other politicians. You've seen what happens. I've kept my
2: promises.
3: Yeah, I did. I heard a uh, Trump hater say the other day, there's never been a president keep more of their promises right. than this one, for better or worse. And he's right on several of those things. He's absolutely right about politicians have run on that and not done it, just like uh, Barack Obama and many, and Republicans, many have said, We'll move the capital to Jerusalem. And then right. they don't do it. Never intended to. No, no. And Trump actually does these things. And then yep. people, oh my God, you meant that? And I've heard various politicians, including some
1: senators I'm fairly sympathetic to, uh, grumbling about the tariffs and saying it's terrible. The tariffs are a tax. We need to... This is impacting... And they're completely ignoring the long-term gain. And it's pretty clear that they're the sorts who would say we need to have better fair trade, but not be willing to go through the difficult process of getting there. Which is not a guarantee it's going to be successful. No, it might not work. Because the the jury is still out. China's is... Every time we uh, get closer to the road in this game of chicken, China says, "Oh yeah, bring it." Well, China and, and nobody's blinked yet. China, China, could, China
3: couldn't China wait five years or however long they gotta wait until we finally break? Well, just at least until the next election, until the next president, whether that's two or six years. Well, and China is going
1: to age. Uh, I'm sorry, engage in asymmetrical yeah. warfare too, which maybe we'll talk about in a minute or two. It's not going to be tariff for tariff with China. We're going to hit them with a tariff. They're going to hit us with stuff. There's really no counter for. So, stand by. Parents have long hired... Like, 100% negative fortunes and fortune cookies. Bring down the national mood. Everything is negative. You head for doom. (laughs) I mean, it'll be like that. Every
0: cookie. You will break uh, break a bone soon. Right, exactly. Your wife hates you. (laughs) Parents have long hired coaches to help their kids with sports and more academic activities, and now they're doing it for video games as well, paying for coaches... To help their elementary and middle school age kids excel in games like the super popular Fortnite. The Wall Street Journal is reporting, in addition to not wanting their children to fall behind their peers in playing video games, some parents are looking ahead to possible esports scholarships or their children winning some tournament money when they. Hire this, a coach.
3: This makes perfectly good sense, yes. right? It doesn't. Didn't you say you spent the weekend watching giant tournaments
2: in uh, yeah. arenas around the country? Yeah, the Overwatch League had their championship, their first championship, and they sold out the Barclays NBA Arena.
3: Yeah, if you haven't seen the pictures yeah. of it, it looks like the NBA Finals. The crowd and and everything like that, and people are making real money by being good at
2: it. So yeah, right. It makes as much sense to have your kid become good at that as something else. For those concerned about kids getting into video games, and not all video games are, are good at this, but it helps to kind of think it if my kid was really into chess and wanted to be good at right. chess. I think there are video games that stimulate and activate the same sort of strategical thinking Interesting. that happens in chess that you just you experience it on a digital world as
3: opposed to a board game. Once again, I wish, I wish someone who is smart and uh, non-biased would uh, talk more about that. There you go. That yeah, r- Nobody would mock someone who, who wants their kid to b- play a lot of chess and get it, you know, a, right. To stimulate your brain. You remember when you were a kid and some of the kids pronounced it chest.
1: <laughs>
0: Boy, I hated those kids. That's your news. Which begs the question: What was wrong with you? Oh,
2: oh, you son of a bitch! Yes, you bastard! Yes, uh, you...
0: <laughs> I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Guinea Show. The... <laughs> The conscience oh, of the
1: nation.
3: How dare you? How dare you? How absolutely dare you? My son's kind of got into chess, and I've thought about a little bit about uh, coach or something. Just whatever, you know. Yeah. He's into it Take it's him po- to the next level. It's actually popular in my town. There's one coffee shop where this old Russian guy yells at little kids. Who's t- people <laughs> take their kids there yes. to uh, have this old Russian guy teach them chess. I want to go play that guy. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> Verbally abusive old Russian chess college. I, Fabulous. I, I love
3: chess. My son's getting better at it. But I don't know if it actually helps you with anything. Nah, I, have no I idea. can't pay attention to it. Would it be a waste of time? Would you be, That's not a waste of time, is oh, it? Oh, no, it's good for your brain. It's got to be. Oh, yeah, clearly. Science has shown this over and over. Maybe we should make a list of things that are or aren't wastes of time, and I can consult it <laughs> throughout the day. <laughs> We um, got one really good message from a listener that made me think about the show and the media in general and the times we live in. And you still have mailbag left over. Oh, sure, if we want to, yeah. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The conscience of the nation. Of the nation.
3: That, uh, that was kind of the locker up chant. Some people were yelling, locker up. Some of her people were just yelling, uh, kill him or something. I don't know what, but Trump, Trump, (laughs) Trump. Trump, It sounded like a gladiator, uh, yeah, no kidding. Crowd. Yikes. Am I, am I, uh, the P word (laughs) for a euphemism? A euphemism for cat? Yeah. Because when I hear that, whether it's a, a burning crowd or a Trump crowd, it frightens me a little. I just think people that what, a whipped up... up mob frightens you? That, in what way? People that whipped up yeah. over political policy makes me think, you know, bad things are going to happen. <laughs> to me, and no matter the politics, giant crowds like that screaming and chanting, even if it's people on my side, uh, I think is the worst of democracy because it's, it's almost always... They're almost always react. not almost, they are always reacting to a very broad-brush, bush- non-nuanced, just sure. simpleton statement. Always.
1: As I'm always calling for the yin and the yang, right? Passion must bring with it intellect. You know, th- 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 and intellect must bring with it emotion. Men, women, you know, East-West, liberal, conservative. We need these things to say in balance. The problem with an angry, whipped-up mob is there's no yang. Totally <laughs> yang-free. It's all
3: <laughs> yin. But anyway, um, such as, you know, such as politics. you got to get people motivated to get them to the polls. Um, we got this from a listener via Reddit. People send us messages on Reddit. Wow. Okay very hip of us. And this person said this to us and I wondered about this. This week was a classic example of why I love the show. Trump holds a disastrous pest conference. That was last week. The Russians or the week before. I ah, remember.
1: yes. I remember it. Seems like six months ago, but go on.
3: As I listened with Jack and Joe, I had the same initial reaction. I loved that their initial, initial response was immediately met with honesty, then introspection by trying to figure out what he might have said, why he might have said what he said. Then jokes about people's genitals, then back to introspection. <laughs> I come on Reddit And uh, people are screaming treason. I turn on Rush and Hannity and both were trying to justify Trump as if he did no wrong. Then the next two days are spent gathering different opinions from the audience and members and rationally thinking things through on your show from Armstrong and Getty without letting Trump off the hook. No other show in the media is doing what you do. For good reason. And it, yeah, that's what I wonder. And and I think <laughs> you're just getting better at it. In other words, the reason you hate Trump so much is because you love Trump so much. Ah, but so wow. Yeah, and so my response to that was, yeah, there, nobody else is doing this. You might want to think about that. If you're making whiskey-flavored ice cream, there might be a reason nobody else is doing that. Mm. There's not a market for it. Um, you ever heard of that salmon-flavored ice cream? I love salmon. I love ice cream. But and I'm, I'm not going there. And I'm not kidding about this. And we think about this all the time. My ability to send my kids to college depends on this decision. I mean, it really does. Of whether or not there's a market for. He shouldn't say that. That's ridiculous. That's a lie. This is a good idea. And he's right on trade. Who else is doing that? But maybe nobody else is doing that because there's no market for it. Colbert's making gazillions of dollars by Trump's always a a Russian trader. Uh, Others are making gazillions of dollars by Trump is always right and playing three-dimensional chess. I don't know anybody else that's going with, uh, he's a moron for saying that. That is fantastic what he just did there. Right. I was reminded
1: recently that that, uh, Colbert's a Canadian. (laughs) <laughs> Are his papers in order? That's I what know. I want to know. I don't know. Is he supposed to be here? Huh? And speak English, Colbert. It's Colbert. All right. Moving along.
3: Some of the Trump stuff last night about actually moving the, the, the embassy to Jerusalem when yeah. every other politician has said they're going to do it, and then they don't. That's gold. That is why he is president. Other politicians saying they're going to punish countries in the trade thing, and then they don't actually. But then there was other stuff that was just like, seriously? Right. Seriously? Yeah. It's- Dude. You know
1: some of his uh, anti-media stuff, I think, is bad. Oh yeah, just flat Absolutely. bad. There's no defending it. Absolutely, he could call the media out for their sins without going way over the line and talking about enemy of the people and right. stuff like that. Right. That's just right. that's way too much
3: in a in a country that cherishes the free press maybe more than anything. That remains
2: my least favorite thing that he does, is the uh, the press attacks. That,
3: that is going to have legs for years to come, too, and maybe generations to come, people who are grown up with that, yeah. the media being the enemy of the people. Well, everybody demonizes everybody at this point. Democrats demonize Republicans
1: who demonize Democrats, who demonize Trump supporters, who demonize the, the media. And, and the, the, you know, if you look around soberly, there are very few actual demons about. A few. You see some red eyes. Sure, yeah, glowing red eyes. You mostly at night you see that, but... Uh, Pointy Uh, tail, that's a demon, right? Yeah, (laughs) usually, generally tuck it down their pants, but, uh, you know, it's probably worth observing that, you know, we're all just human beings with different ways of seeing the world, but yeah, again, there's no market for this, so why am I wasting my Uh time? Got a nice note from Joe, who composed our heavy metal final thoughts uh, tune. (laughs) Uh, The last thing we do in the award-winning fourth hour of the show, uh, for those who get it live, is uh, final thoughts. Um, Do we have that uh, heavy metal final thoughts sound here? Michael, I'm sure I should have warned you. My bad. If it's too much trouble, that's fine. Two, three, four. Here's the
3: no,
2: that's, that's, I'm missing. Missing. <laughs> that's a good one, but <laughs> that that's is not a good one. Mess on it.
1: Anyway, Joe, I'll who composed <laughs> the Heavy Metal Final Thoughts, uh, said, Hey guys, I just watched All The Way on HBO. It's about LBJ's first year in office. And within the first ten minutes of the movie, it shows him standing in the middle of a bustling Oval Office, conducting business and getting measured for a pair of pants. That's right, he's having The conversation.
0: Let's see if you can't leave me about it. an age from the where the zipper in, <coughs> ends
1: around uh, uh, under my back to my bunghole. It's not word that's for word. That's the wor- president yes.
3: of the United States. That's in acting presidential. In the Oval Office. Is this the one with Woody Harrelson as
1: LBJ? It's not word for word, but all the major points are covered. NSBH, but alas,
3: no burp. I. It's all the way on HBO. I do not know. I think that's the Woody Harrelson LBJ show. Which uh, is supposed to be pretty good. Love Woody. I love LBJ stuff. Really interesting. Man, Uh, he was a crook. So, the Russian tweets are out. We can go through some of those. Also, Facebook has uncovered a bunch of stuff that's going on right now for this election. All should scare you. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.